Assalamu alaikum and hello. You've tuned in to After Class and I'm your host, Wahida Joseph. Well, the month of October is Mental Health Awareness Month and the 5th of October is World Teachers Day. So what better way to kick off the month of October than to, um, <laughs> to kick off a series that celebrates teachers. I'm just inviting our guest. So today we'll be chatting to Nashreen Sahib Khan. Nashreen is a teacher at Middle East in Durban. She graduated with her Bachelor of Education from UKZN in 2011. And this means that Nashreen has just recently celebrated her 10th teacherversary. Um, Nashreen says that she Nashreen says that teaching runs in her veins, I'm sorry. She says teaching runs in her veins. Her late grandfather was a teacher and um, her husband's a teacher and she's married into a family of teachers as well. So we're just waiting for Nashreen to join us and we'll begin. Um, if you have any questions for either Nashreen or me, please use the comment section and we'll get to your questions at the very end. Let's see, technology, hey? Thank you, Humaira Sai, for joining us. Sumeya Arvi. Okay, so, yeah, so thank you for joining us. We'll be joining, Nashreen will be joining us shortly. Here she is. Waalaikum salam, Nashreen. How are you? Alhamdulillah, and you? Alhamdulillah. I just wanted to say again, thank you, Jazakallah, for joining us and chatting to me on and, and being the first to kick off this series for teachers. Hopefully it will benefit, uh, you know, um, yeah, teachers, uh, whoever's watching, inshallah. So I did give a brief... Jazakallah for having me. Most welcome. So I did give our viewers a brief introduction um, of you. If there's anything else that you want to add or say about yourself, uh, tell us about you. I, I, think, I think you covered most of it. Um, yeah. Also that I'm a mom to a four-year-old energetic little tornado. And uh, yeah, that that's me. Awesome, awesome. So let's get just let's let's uh, jump into it then. Tell me, Nashreen, did you always want to be a teacher? Uh, well, I always wanted to be a teacher, but funnily enough, uh, when I applied to university, I never applied to do teaching. <laughs> My first uh, option was actually uh, food technology. And I actually studied that at uh, DUT. Okay. But I didn't do it for a long time. I only did it for one semester. I didn't really enjoy it. So my mom told me, why not take some time out and, you know, uh, see what you really need to do, what you really want to do. So that's what I did. So one day, uh, mom and I were talking and she told me, 
why don't you phone your primary school and see if they need help? You know, the old primary school that I used to attend. Yes. So I did exactly that. And to my um, luck, there was a teacher on leave. And when that teacher went on leave, they needed a teacher like ASAP. And you know, the department, they take forever. Yes. So, yeah. So I got into teaching. Uh, I actually took a grade four class. I loved it. And that's when I applied to do my BA. That's, that's, that's amazing. And I, I've spoken to so many teachers who also entered the industry quite by mistake and then fell in love with it and then just stuck around <laughs> for years and years. And I'm glad to see yeah, a lot of them. But no, you know, once, once you get into it and you love it, you have a passion for it, it's, it's something else. Yes, so I've also mentioned to them, to the, the, the viewers today, that you recently celebrated your 10th teacherversary. Oh, yes, I was so excited about that. And I couldn't even believe it. I just looked at the date the other day. Um, this was in May. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the 11th of May. And I was like, oh, my word, I can't even believe it. Ten years has gone so fast. A decade in the industry. Congratulations on that. Hey? <laughs> what would you say are your greatest accomplishments in these 10 years? Well, um, there's been so many. The first being uh, obtaining my degree. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was a great accomplishment for every, anybody, I would say. Mm -hmm, most. Um, the next accomplishment for me was uh, getting married and uh, getting my permanent right. job, buying my car, oh. um, becoming, becoming a mom. Yes. And then most recently, celebrating my 10-year anniversary. That's amazing. I, I, love, I love listening to, to everybody's journey seeing how similar yet different, unique, you know, each person is yeah. and yeah. the wide variety of backgrounds of teachers. It's just, it, it amazes me, seriously. Um, what's a typical day in your life? What does a day look like for you? Okay, so I wake up, have a bath, uh, pray my salah, and then um, go into the kitchen, get the lunch ready, get the breakfast ready. Yes. Then wake up the little boy. Get him ready because he's in grade double R. This year was his first year in school. Awesome. So my house is like a circus in the morning. <laughs> as most. As, as any other mother. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, we leave to school. I get to school. And now because of COVID, we start a bit early. Mm. We start about quarter past seven. Right. So from quarter past seven to half past seven, we're screening the kids. Yes. So, you know, the normal questions and the temperature mm -hmm. and all of that. Yeah, and then I start my day. Then when I get back, I love to have my five-minute break. Oh. I just come in, uh, put the kettle on. I need to have my tea and just Me sit down and enjoy the quietness. Awesome. Yes. I, I absolutely relate. And, um, yeah, so after that, uh, my boy comes home and the rest of the afternoon is his. Mm. Uh, he loves the outdoors, so I'm mostly in the garden with him. Uh, he loves fishing, oh. so we go fishing a lot. Uh, Dad is a fisherman, so that rubbed on him. He loves gardening, he loves the outdoors, and I don't like the outdoors at all, but I'm forced to love it. Yes, for the kids. <laughs> yeah, for them, yeah. yeah. Awesome. It's amazing how you change for them, hey? It is, huh? It's, uh, we, we, we become different people, don't we? Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> um, who would you say is your teacher muse, the teacher who inspired you? Who inspired you? Well, I don't only 
only have one. I actually have three. Okay. Um, the first one being my uh, primary school teacher. Her name was uh, Miss Govinda. Okay. She took me in grade one, two, and three. Awesome. I got so attached to her. I loved her. I I wanted to be like her. I wanted to talk like her. I wanted to teach like her. And I took such a liking to her that um, because I used to finish my work like fast and then have nothing to do, I would sit down and I would copy down all her charts into my book. Wow. And uh, she she really took a liking to me as well. She had like a soft spot for me. And I think because of the three years, I really formed a bond with her. Wow. Okay. She inspired me to start teaching. And uh, yeah. That was the first one. Right. The second one was Candice Jeffrey. I think you spoke to her. She's in New Zealand yes. now. Yes. Yeah. She, uh, she was my mentor when I first got into Barracuda. So okay. when I got into uh, BPS, I was a new teacher. Yes. I, I wasn't teaching that long. So um, she, she was my mentor. She developed me. She, um, I observed so many of the lessons. Wow. She, she was just a, she was a good all-rounder. She, yeah. she had her files up to date. She had uh, discipline, but she was so soft-spoken and she will never raise her voice to kids and stuff, but she still had that, you know, that good discipline. Yeah. And uh, the one thing that I admired about her was her admin. Her oh. admin was immaculate. Yes. <laughs> and, um, Normally, you would find the teacher, if they're good in, in uh, a lesson, you know, um, doing a lesson, they yes. wouldn't be good in files. And if they're good in files, they wouldn't really be good, you know. Yes. But she, she was truly uh, all-rounder. Awesome, yeah. And uh, she, she later became my best friend. We're hoping to chat to her on our series one of the days, hopefully. Oh, great. That'll be so nice. Yes. And then, uh, yeah, the third one was my HOD. Okay. So at that time, Ms. Mizra was my HOD. She's now the principal of BPS. She's been the principal for a few years now. Right. Uh, when I got there, she was the HOD of Foundation Fairs. I actually got there in grade three. So when I got there in grade three, I, I was still learning the ropes, you know. I mean, being a new teacher, put in the deep end. Mm. Um, she helped me so much. She developed me. She, she would actually take time after school to sit and, uh, you know, um, help me with my lessons and all of that. So, okay. yeah, she as well. Yeah, they were my muses. That's amazing. Just, uh, I'm going to pause just for the benefit of those who've joined us. If you do have any questions for me or for Nashreen, um, you can use the comment section and we'll get to the questions at the very end. So, awesome, Nashreen. It's, 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 it's so lovely to hear um, that you've had inspiration from all around and you've been in the industry now 10 years. I was wondering what your teacher goals are. Well, my teacher goals is to make learning fun. Hmm. I, I want kids to enjoy what they're doing because uh, with, the with the grade that I'm teaching, they, they're still little. I mean, they're coming from three subjects into 10 subjects. Yes. And they're like, you know, what's going on? I mean, they don't even write in the right books sometimes. I know, yeah. You know? Mm. Yeah, so I have to, like, you know, make sure that I got some sort of picture on each book. Yeah. Just to show them, like, I'll say the balloon book. So the balloon book would be social science documents. Yes. 
or the Apple book will be social science uh, history, right? You know, stuff like that. And yeah, um, actually, the other day, one of my uh, teacher friends, she does grade six English. Okay. She actually sent me a screenshot of something very interesting. It was I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but this year. Grade four to seven never wrote an English exam. Hmm. They did an English assignment. Yes. So my um, in the grade sixes decided to do poems. Okay. So the kids wrote poems and they researched it. They researched authors and all of that. So this particular child, I had taken her in grade three and in grade four, and she actually dedicated the poem to me, and she said that I was her inspiration for for her love of poetry. Wow! So that was something like that. It was it was amazing. That's that's awesome. We have a lovely comment here from Anisa Hobbs who says, "Nasreen, you're such an inspiration to all young moms who are juggling work, motherhood, and being an amazing wife. So proud of you!" And I think that that really it it, it just sums it all up for you, Nasreen. Well done. Definitely. <laughs> and I know sometimes there the, the, there are too many balls to juggle, but somehow. As 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 women, we just do it. We just do it. Yeah, <laughs> we just have to. So you know, in your ten years um, in the industry, I know the last two years were completely different from the first eight, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. So, what are some of the challenges you've experienced as a teacher in general? So, looking at like discipline, work environment, those kinds of things. You know, when you're working in a government school, hmm. you're really faced with so many challenges. I mean, the the first one being the class numbers. Hmm. Our numbers are incredibly high. We're sitting with between forty-eight to fifty learners, right? And with no assistance, we don't have any assistance. Well, during COVID, they did uh, give us assistance, but that's okay. not for each teacher. Mm -hmm. We had one per grade, and uh, I would say. There were so many bad things that came out of COVID, but the good thing for me was that in our school and every other school, uh, we had to break the class into two. Yes. So we had to divide them into two, and then what our school did was we used the alternate day approach. Mm. So we had uh, we divided them into two groups: the red group and the green group. Right. And then one would come Monday, Wednesday, Friday; the other would come Tuesday and Thursday. And I, I found it so much easier because you could get through to them. Yes. You could observe them. You could teach them better. You could just pick out, you know, the the very intelligent ones, the ones that need more nurturing, the very weak ones. And I really love that. And I'm really, really not looking forward to going back to that big class of chaos. I've heard that a lot, eh? Um, most definitely, yeah. these eighteen months have taught us so much. It's taught us also how resilient we are, in that we can change according, exactly. to, you know, just like that. Um, oh yes, so you, definitely. You put, you put, and then also, hmm. also with uh, discipline, it's hmm. helped immensely with discipline because there's no time for the kids to give you a hard time because you're on them. You are on them the entire time. Yes. Yes. And then with our school as well, we're in a very poor area. Hmm. So before even starting the day, you need to look at the child because some of them come with no breakfast yeah. and bringing no lunch to school as well. Yeah. Luckily, our uh, school has a feeding program, so they yeah. they do lunch every day, and we get the lunch early, 
so the kids can actually eat it for breakfast. That's amazing. The 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 the, the, the lens that schools go through just to get. Hello, I can. Can you hear me? I can. I can. Can you hear me? Okay. <laughs> just technology for you. Okay? Yeah. Um, I'm just saying the lens that yeah. schools go through just to get learning, um, make learning, um, you know, accessible to the learners. It's yeah, yeah. Not many people. I mean, you you can't just go in and start teaching. That's it's impossible. You have to look at the holistic, at the child holistically, and yes, you there have are children to. who come in there. um maybe um well, as you said without breakfast or with uh, with no stationery which is no fault of theirs you know yeah. yeah and and you know some children they actually come in late and when you ask them uh what happened why are you so late they take not one bus or taxi yes. they take a few to get to school yes and then uh, others as well um like when you look at some of the bigger girls yes. they actually taking care of the younger siblings yes. so they making the breakfast they making their lunch they getting them dressed and you know mm-hmm. they have so much of uh, responsibility on them that's right or even um from the areas they come from and they living in arrangements i had a learner who who said uh, you know man the, the the communal bathroom was full and i had to wait my turn you know things like that that we don't really so take into account yeah. you know um definitely yeah yeah so so yes you've spoken about the impacts of covid you look at the positives do you want to mention any negative impacts of covid or you think <laughs> do you think that there is that there's been so many there's been so many negative yeah. um one of it is lunch break lunch break is not it's not break anymore because they they have to stand on one spot yeah. and eat on that spot talk on that spot play on that spot mm-hmm. and it's sad it's sad to see that like with my my little boy he started school during covid yes so he doesn't even know what a normal school is like exactly yeah that's that and it just takes away their childhood it does and the wearing of mask it drives me crazy every minute pick your mask please pick pick your mask up you know they always dropping it below their nose yeah yeah and the sanitizing of hand mm-hmm. uh, because we are government school i don't know the department really uh, sometimes they don't give us sanitizer mm-hmm. we have to be begging them for sanitizer the school sometimes has to buy sanitizer and my school is quite a big school we got about 1200 children wow okay so you're looking at cleaning agents you're looking at sanitizer you're looking at cleaners previously we've only had two cleaners in our school hmm and because of covid the principal had to go now and uh, employ yes using uh, sgb and i'm sure also work wise having to fit in a whole year's syllabus in half a year because they bring it in and day that is that is the worst thing ever the you know completing of curriculum hmm it's It's imp- it's impossible. It is. Because you only see some of the kids for 2 days a week and if they get sick or something happens you're not seeing them at all for one whole week. Yeah. So yes. yeah. That that and is the family that. is sick and then they have to quarantine and then 10 10 days goes there and then juggling. And we had so many of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we had covid cases, we have isolating 
And those children, I felt so sorry for them because now what do you do? How do you teach them to How do you really help them? Yeah. How do you do it? Hmm. Most definitely. So have you noticed then in the last um, 18 months or so COVID uh, time, have you noticed a change in your learners' attitudes or abilities in, in their work? Yeah, I, I actually have. I mean, uh, with the attitude, um, like with our kids, they mostly stay with relatives or with their grannies or not, not most of them stay with their parents. Even if they do stay with their parents, they, they work. So on the day that they don't come to school, we give them work to do. Like we give them the maths, we give them the English, you know, just so that we're on par and we don't lose any time. Yes. But I find that the next day when I ask for the work, the work's not done. And they say because no one was there to help them. Mm. And with me, I try and give very simple work that they are able to do on their own. But still, yeah. I'm not getting it. Projects, assignments, assessments, is becoming such a problem because they're not doing it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think your um, concerns are, are similar all around. We find that um, now more than ever, the lack of support from home is showing because now is when we yeah. need the, the support from home. And it's, it's um, support that was never really there. But now that we need it, it the, the cracks are really showing in the system. But but, you know, you don't really blame the parents because most of the parents, they, they work hard labor jobs yes. and long hours. Yes. So when they come home, there's, there's like no time to be sitting with their kids. I know that's not an excuse. I mean, that it shouldn't be an excuse. They should have someone to help them. But realistically, when you think about it, this is what's going on. That's right. That's right. Um, it's frustrating. I know. Um, being there, done that, and I've heard so many, uh, you know, as, as I've been chatting to teachers more and more, um, we, we hear that and so many other issues. But I think the important thing is to ask, how do we cope with it? So you, Nasheen, how do you cope with all of this? Well, you know, we, we just, we're drowning and we're trying to swim. That, that, that's the only way I can put it to you. We, we are not coping. We are not coping. We are trying to, we are trying our best to do everything in our power, but yeah. it is extremely difficult. Yeah. So, um, okay, branching off from there then, have you noticed a change then in your own mental health in recent months? You know, I've been an absolute stress ball. And um, I'm, I'm generally a panic mechanic, so this has just caused havoc. I, I've been suffering with uh, panic attacks right. uh, because of the anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I've actually started like um, um, taking uh, Natura Rescue, you know, all these herbal remedies just to, to calm me down. Yeah. Because I find that I can't even fall asleep at night. Mm. And, you know, because of this whole, this whole COVID thing, um, worrying about uh, us getting it, well, my husband and I are both vaccinated, but I worry more about my boy because we are both being teachers, we in contact with so many children, and he he has more of a chance getting it from us than he has at school. So that's my worry. My my husband actually made me laugh the other day because he's tell, he opened the cupboard in the kitchen and he's telling me, look at all this tea, <laughs> every calming tea under the sun. 
chamomile this, chamomile that, rooibos this, rooibos that. And I mean, it's difficult, really, really hard. I think it's a conversation that has been itching to, to, to start for quite a while now. Even pre-COVID, um, the stress that teachers are under, nobody talks about that in a hurry outside of teacher circles. And um, this is one of the reasons I wanted to start a series, and I, I chose October to do it because October is um, Mental Health Awareness Month. And then the 5th of October, um, Tuesday next week, is World Teachers' Day. And so um, yeah, yeah. To, to put my two um, passions together, which one would is, um, well, postnatal uh, uh, mental health, but basically women's mental health, and then also teacher wellness, to marry the two of them, you know, um, Alhamdulillah, I chose this uh, to, to start a conversation. And I really do hope that we, you know, we have uh, people coming, uh, you know, coming up and saying, you know, this needs to begin. There needs to be more conversations about this. There needs to be, you know, speak more openly about it, maybe with higher powers. I mean, we are just laymen, you know, we can just talk and we can get the word out there. But to spread the word and to say that this is a thing, we have to take care of the mental health of our teachers because they're not, um, you know, to, to increase retention because there are so many teachers who now feel that they need to leave the field because of the stress, you know? And that, that's so true. And you actually find the older ones not coping at all, eh? Yeah. I mean, we're still young. We, we managed to do it. But the older ones, they, they're just not coping. That's right. And I, that's why I was so proud when, when I read that you, you reached your 10 year anniversary. And um, we, need, we need people, we need teachers like you on board. And, um, you know, so, so you need to take care of yourself, basically. Like today, I just had, I feel like sleeping today and waking up on the 11th of October. <laughs> <laughs> so Rashid, what do you do um, to wind down then after all of these frustrations and stresses? What do you do to wind down? Do you have any private rituals that you do after a long day, day of work? With me, it's my quiet time. I love my quiet time, my me time. I, I just sit down with my cup of tea and just enjoy doing nothing. You know, you just, I just need to clear my mind. I, I love to do that. Then the next thing is Netflix. And I love Netflix. When my boy is gone to bed, I'm sitting and watching my series. I, I adore that. And then also walks on the beach, uh, trips to the park, playing in the garden with my little boy. That I, I really find relaxing for me. That's that. These are these are very good habits that 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 you should keep. And I know you you mentioned so many of them that um, work. Uh, you know, with um, that that increase mindfulness and being very aware. So you say you have to quiet time. So you're aware of your solitude, and um, it's, it yeah. helps you to zone. Yeah. Um, you know, out of the the stress and zone into focusing just so on. Because the as as a teacher, you you never have quiet time mm. even even in the morning in the shower you're having a shower but you're thinking now you know there's this child that i really need to work on this i think i need to focus on that today yes. And before you sleep you're thinking about what he said and what she said and sometimes even in your sleep i mean my, my husband would say who is this child that you're talking about <laughs> because you have a full-on conversation with him 
Yes, and 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 the break times at school are non-existent for teachers, right? Oh no, uh uh-uh. uh. The you know people think that we finish at half past two and we get home. That's wrong. That is so wrong. Our our job never ends. Yeah. Um. So um, we'd like to wrap up now. And to wrap up, Nasheen, do you have any parting advice that you'd give to our viewers? Well, um, especially to young young people uh, wanting to do teaching, I would say only do it if you have a passion for it. I mean, obviously, you're not going to do it for the money, but the passion is very important. You really need to love what you're doing. I mean, every other career is that as well. But with teaching, you're not only a teacher. You're a mother. You're a nurse. You're a police. You're a psychologist. and the list just goes on so if you're planning on doing teaching think about it think about it nicely and yeah that's about it it's 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 a hard work but it's most rewarding isn't it oh definitely oh most definitely okay we have a comment here from sumeya arvi who says wow nash i'm so glad you have accomplished your achievements you're an inspiration to so many so you have you have quite a few friends oh. here actually <laughs> And here Gee, I do. <laughs> we have Khadija Moti says many parents haven't realized the full impact this has on teachers. Thank you for showing us the other side. So I think we're reaching a few people. Hopefully um we'll be able to reach more. We have just one more. I have a question here. Do you believe um from Shabir Khan, do you believe that there needs to be more focus by the department on the foundation phase? to be able to aid the learner in transition to high school and improvement in the metric result so that's basically taking you from the bottom all the way to the top you you know the the problem with that is they need to bring back the system where they say you you pass you pass until you pass on your own right you know the the space thing is not working because if you if you fail grade 1 you have to pass grade 2 and you have to pass grade 3 you 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 cannot you fail one time and even if you fail grade 2 you still pass you fail grade 3 you still pass because you got to pass uh one uh you only allowed to fail one time in a phase yes so that that tells you why we are having the metric uh, results mm-hmm. that we are getting at the moment I mean, there are some matriculants that actually can't read. Yes, they've been put. And then the so. education uh, system is just spitting them out. Hmm. Hmm. So, yeah, we we have to look at all of that. So, I mean, the department at the end of the day, for them, it's just uh, paperwork, paperwork, paperwork. Yes. What's on paper? No, no one wants to know what's going on in class. Yes, yes, at grassroots level, most definitely. So, um, yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for that, Nasreen, and thank you for all our to all our viewers. There weren't so many today, but hopefully, people would be able to access this video at a later time and and watch it and hopefully um, gain something from it. That's the most important thing. Um thank you so much for having me on your show and giving me this opportunity. I've I've never had an Insta live before. So this is the first time for me. When you spoke to me initially about this, I wasn't very keen. But uh, it grew on me and I said, you know what? Let me just do it. 
out of your comfort zone huh <laughs> yeah oh we have a, a comment from um Tariq for real he says you and fellow teachers are an inspiration thank you for that Tariq and i'm sure Nasreen is also um you have a lot of fans Nasreen <laughs> <laughs> Um, so feel free to to our viewers feel free to follow Nashreen on Instagram. She's Nashreen underscore Saib underscore Khan. And if you know any teacher, if you would like to to feature on an upcoming segment, then please uh, do DM me. Um, and I I, I think I, I I should give a shout out to my sister at Raisa dot Joseph, who's been here behind the scenes helping me out and passing me comments. and maybe you can give her a follow too she's been dying for me to say that thanks so much dashreen um hopefully okay, hopefully we'll chat again soon oh, okay assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh wa alaikum assalam